This is Scott Pilgrim vs. The Minute 92. Welcome to the Scott Pilgrim vs. The Minute podcast, the show where we review and analyze the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. The World one minute at a time. Somebody get this man a drink. Coke Zero, right? It's Dave Castillo. You got me in a box here. <laughs> yeah, I've got no beef with you, Sam Brown. But I've got beef with you. I'm sure you do. I'm Brian Mission. Everybody has a beef with me. For starters. For starters. We pick up with uh, Scott being asked the second password to get into the building, and uh, Scott sighs, <laughs> and the two guards look at each other and uh, say, cool, and let him through. So I want that to be like my password on Sorry. something, like just sigh. But I, I, I got like way off into a tangent thinking about like they're devising the passwords for today. Right. It's like, what do you think about like just the sigh? Like that's kind of our audience, right? Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, uh, the elevator goes down. We get this kind of arrow down yeah. there just to All let right. us All know. Right. Here, here's here's a quick. Oh, that's in the picture. That it's in the book. Okay. Yep. Yeah, as, the, as Scott's going down to the lower levels. And uh, oh, I see it. It's in the little one in there. Yep, there it is. That one. There it is. That one right in the corner there. So, yep, it draws that nicely. And uh, Scott, uh, the elevator door opens up to the club. Scott starts walking off, and uh, Komu is there. Uh, and and Komo, Komo, Komu, and he says, uh, "You know, the first their first album is better than their first album." Yeah, Komo's <laughs> maybe not as smart as everyone thinks he is, <laughs> right? <laughs> but reintroducing him back to us, just in case we yeah. forgot, because I I know we've talked several times in some of the shows. Like, was he there? Was he there? No, no. But he's like he's always here. there for the the hip events, right? You know, well, like he knows the, everybody. The, I mean, that was the thing right. he was introduced. He knows Cole everybody. Knows everybody. Yep. So then uh, we see Sex Bobomp is uh, playing on the stage, but they're like all dressed nice, like all suits. And Kim's got this. And this calls back to book three. So this is why when I say things are jumping around, you've got this. Oh yeah, that is definitely it. So Her, what uh, she's wearing. <laughs> Stephen's wearing a suit, not not this outfit, but right. the. The trivia made the note that it calls back to, and I like it says calls back to uh, Scott Pilgrim and the Infinite Sadness. So I went and pulled that up. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for this this scene, and you know they're they're wearing the suit. And in, in this in the movie though, it's like obviously young Neil wearing the suit that Scott would be wearing. Right. Now, as a callback to beginning of the movie, the amps that they used to have were called Lame Brand. Was written yes. on the amps. Now these all say Sweet Brand. Oh, cool. Um, and they are. Marshall Stacks with the sweet brand in the uh, same uh, cursive font style. Young Neil is uh, playing uh, Scott's Rickenbacker bass, and uh, Steven's now playing an Epiphone 335. <laughs> so so good. They've, yes. they've stepped up. They've upgraded yeah. the uh, the gear, and uh, even uh, Kim's drum set's new and improved. So they're Because yeah, like the, they're the, signed. They're awesome now. they got money. The lyrics they're singing, though. Not having no fun. We're not, not having, having no fun. fun. Right. <laughs> yeah, and they look like they're just kind of like just going through the motions on stage. Right. And so anyway, uh, Scott starts walking through the crowd and gets up to the stage and sees the band. They make eye contact, and uh, Stephen stops playing and tells him to let it go. And 
not give him the satisfaction, you know, playing the pronoun game. And uh, Scott says, what if I want the satisfaction? And that's when Gideon yells, Scott Pilgrim. And he's up on his uh, little pyramid throne mm-hmm. in, in, right in the center of the room. And he welcomes Scott to the Chaos Theater and asks for somebody to get this man a drink, a Coke Zero, right? And like a waitress just appears immediately yeah. next to Scott with a tray with a with a glass and a uh, can of Coke Zero on it. And he knocks it out of her hands. And then we get like some exchanging looks between Scott and uh, Gideon with a little bit of Ramona there f- sitting to Gideon's left. And Scott says, I'm not here to drink. And Gideon's like, well, I've got no beef with you. And then Scott unzips his coat, takes it off. As he throws it to the ground, he's like, well, what if I have a beef with you? There's some really good acting here. Some little, yeah. ang- little angry acting, little, little, little good. And uh, Gideon's like, are you still mad about the whole thing with the guild? And Scott mean, says, you mean the league? And Gideon's like, the guild, the league, whatever. It's ancient history, and we've ended the minute there. It's about a second over, I think, but yeah, finishes that line. So I like... I just love this setup. Um, I, I love just how they, they continue with Gideon, how he's just so well portrayed by, um, was it Jason Schwartzman? Yeah. Uh, just that arrogant guy. It's like, he's not really saying anything wrong, <laughs> but he's no. saying it in such a way that you're like, I'm, I'm supposed to hate you. Yeah. And and the, the book covers this just like every time that we introduce uh, Gideon, it's like the perfect asshole like it 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 names him the perfect asshole (laughs) whenever he's introduced or at least several times so it's it's like in your head you're thinking in that asshole tone that he says everything and then jason schwartzman brings that into the movie in such a perfect way oh his delivery is awesome yeah isn't that what wallace called him what a perfect yes yes exactly what he said so yeah (laughs) Yep. So we, we make sure everyone knows over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep saying it too. Yeah. And it's just, but it's so impressive because like I said, I mean, what he's actually saying isn't wrong, but he's really just taunting Scott uh, with every word, uh, just with yeah. the tones and the, the words themselves. It's like, I got no beef with you. And he's really just taunting Scott to get him more angry so that he will charge at him. Right. So. And and it, and it's it's clear. Like, I think that the thing with the, the Coke Zero besides product placement right. is uh, it just illustrates that, that he, this is all part of his plan. Like he had someone ready and waiting right, with the drink. Like he, he's planned every moment of this encounter already. Mm-hmm. That's how much of an asshole he is, but also a mastermind. Right. Clearly. What else, Dave, what do you have? So I want to go back to Cuomo here is, is Cuomo, Cuomo, is, is he just a dumbass or is he brilliant Genius. on the next level? Because if you go to when we first saw him mm-hmm. uh, on the stairway at the party, he kind of starts talking about, you know, and I, you have a great sound and I think you should market it to deaf people. Right. <laughs> it's, and then he says the first album was better than the first album. Is he really just dumb or is he just playing on a level to see if anybody's actually kind of paying any attention to him? I, he's, I think he's coming off as one of those guys that, that he probably is dumb, but he's one of those guys that talks in such a way that it it sounds smart, sounds intelligent, sounds like impressive, right. and, and people are like, wow, that guy's real deep. But then when you actually listen to the words he says, it's like, no, you're just a moron. And uh, so I, I think um, 
you know, we all know those people, you know, just that guy who's a mocking poke at hipsters in a way. Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like I knew them before they, they became big, like that sort of talking, like talking as if you have knowledge about things that you actually don't. He like walks the walk of someone like that, but he's just, he's not saying anything. There's a, there's a song lyric by Frank Turner uh, that I've always kind of loved on on that type of person, which is which goes along the lines of uh, he's not as smart as he thinks he is. He's just ambitious, ambitious with his arguments. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, it's kind of a, along those kind of along those lines. That sounds like a troll, though. You know, like like <laughs> someone who, who just like loves the argument without actually having one. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's almost what he is in that sense, yeah. though. It's just he's he's. Everybody, you know, just gravitates to him. He knows everybody, and but everything he says is uh, just pure nonsense. But people are so, you know, glossed over to that that they don't even realize, what, is, you know, what they're getting is nothing. Is there any? So he knows everyone, and then I don't think we'll see her again. Um, Julie knows kind of everyone too, and it kind of look alike at the same time. The dark glasses and the dark hair, and is there any correlation, or maybe, or maybe they're the same person? maybe i'm reaching there i'm not sure but i, I was thinking like as you guys were talking about <laughs> como i was thinking julie kind of has that same thing where she she knows a lot of people right but she's not really a part of that crowd like think about how envy responds to you know fangirl julie right it, it, like get out of my face i you're not why are you even here you know that sort of thing and whereas como's there like a, a a character to poke at the fun at the hipster but he's always in the background like like right. he's he he's at these major events and he knows people but he's not of the event you know right well that's what like i mean but scenery for the purpose in the movie that's his his role right. uh julie's role is more like almost like to move the story forward She's the vehicle. Yeah, it's like okay, we need to get to the next segment of this story, so let's have a Julie scene that'll that'll move us through in that. So awesome. Anything else on this minute? Uh, I love the. I guess this is the time to talk about. It. I love the set. Yeah. You know, like and and like the the, the picture I showed you. Like this is a very good rep- reproduction of uh, the 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 way it looks in the book. The, the giant pyramid yeah, it's and an interesting, wide open space. It gives you that sense of like an emperor's throne room or something like that. And all the so, peasants are just yeah, circled well, around. Like an Egyptian throne room. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's also worth noting that he takes an elevator down very, mm-hmm. very far, assuming we both in the book and in this. I mean, they enough to show the elevator. He goes down and even when he gets down, he still has to look back up. Right. Gideon. Right. Um, so, you know, there's some, what, metaphor, met- metaphor there? And yet there's oh. windows looking outside. <laughs> at the, at, I think at the top of the... So, like, like imagine the, the top the of the theater is above ground. Gotcha, like okay. Story, and, like, a warehouse. And then you go down, like, two or three stories. So, like, most of the theater is underground. You're in ground a bit. Yeah, okay. So you've got windows at the top level. I, that, that's how I envision it. Oh, very good. All right, any other notes here? Nope. All right. Well, I'm sure the fans of the show have notes and they'll tell us. Dave, how can they do that? You can find us at Twitter at Scott versus Minute, hashtag the league, the guild, whatever. 
you can find us at scottversusminute.com on Facebook, Scott versus Minute, or you can email scottversusminute at gmail.com. Very good. And you can also find Sam and I doing a podcast, and he's going to tell you about it. Brian and I do this podcast in which we review obscure streaming movies. Uh, an example of that would be Dudes and Dragons. That was a, a fun fantasy jaunt of comedy. Yes. Uh, the show that we do is called Streaming Nonsense, and you can find us at streamingnonsense.com. Yeah, real fun movie. Don't let the name fool you. No. Ooh, in Luke, fact, there's a little Luke Perry in there, cool. too. So. <laughs> All right, you can also find Dave and I at podcasttrivia.com where we do show about uh, talking about beer and pop culture, movies, music, whatever's on our minds. So that's going to do it for this minute. And you can see us all in just a minute.